Greetings, weary traveler, come. Warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel. I'm your host, Arkanir, and I'm back with two of my you know, amazing co-hosts, starting with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Lotus of Doom. How's it going, Lotus? Uh, things are pretty good. Uh, got an interesting snowstorm, so it's feeling very Skyrim-like at uh, my actual house right now, so... Hopefully oh, power okay. stays on and I can join yeah. you guys for the full show. <laughs> <laughs> but if you lose, you will just assume that, you know, you are you are lost to yeah. the electricity world. So yep. I'll just keep on going. It was just assassinated by one of those lesser alliances. There you go. <laughs> also joining us, uh, the Giggle Queen herself, who was already giggling and now <laughs> seems to be able to actually speak. The joy of the show, Hyper Pixie Gaming. How's it going, Pixie? It was going good until someone in my own alliance, my own Khajiit friend, tried to assassinate me walking out the door, and my back is bleeding, and it's been a rough night. So, I mean, I'm sorry that you got hurt, but I'm happy to see that the Khajiit are slowly joining the correct alliance and fighting mm -hmm. against the AD and their overlords, so that's a good sign. Yep. That's a good it's sign. It's just one of them. Just one of them. Just It just takes one. Little just yep, takes, my just takes little one. jerk of a fluffy cat. That's that's it. Well, just one. He is now for us. He is, he represents the entire Khajiit people. Now that's that's it. I'm I'm assigning him as the representative, and he shall lead the revolution of the Khajiit people against the Aldmeri Dominion. And this no. is how it starts. Tales of Tamriel episode two hundred and fifty-six is the beginning of the Khajiit revolution. See, All he right. would be a terrible revolution leader because the second he sees a ball thrown, he's just in fetch land. So, so he's, he's the very cat. Easy to yeah. Yes, he's the scuba cat. <laughs> Damn it. Only you don't even need yarn. You just need something that is ball-shaped, which just is really it. easy to find. Anytime you see something go, he just has to play fetch. So... <sighs> Well, then we'll just throw balls on, you know, Altmers, yeah. and they will just attack them. Yeah, well, we can work with this. The, See, the, the uh, attacks happen whenever you just walk out of a room, apparently. Then we'll put all Altmers into a room, so they will have to get out of the room eventually, and then get attacked. <laughs> we'll figure this out. It's fine. There, there, where there is a will, there is a way, okay? And our will is to destroy AD, so there is a way. Now, before we don't we don't have too many news, and I assume not too many tales, but we surely will find something to talk about. But before we get into all of that, gotta give a shout out to our Patreons as usual, starting with John Dar, the Knight of DCN, and our champions Zymergy and Solace Gaming. Thank you all so very much for your continued support over at Patreon, and of course everyone of all tiers on Patreon and on Twitch. And with your reviews and keeping us company during our live shows, everything is appreciated and it allows this show to continue as it does and allows me to do this in a more full-time manner, you know, keeping things going. Another thing I want to mention is, now we mentioned this a few times, uh, this is about YouTube playlist, our YouTube videos. If you haven't heard you won't see our YouTube videos publicly posted anymore. They are unlisted, and the playlist itself is also unlisted now. You can find that those videos if you go into our channel's main page, youtube.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, or I will leave a, well, for anyone watching this on YouTube, uh, 
because I will probably make this part public and release it as an announcement. I will leave a link in the description of the video of this to the playlist. And uh, you can always access to the videos from the articles on our website, dungeoncrawlernetwork.com, where we post the, you know, every episode gets its own article with the information, with the audio file, and with the video link. So those are where you can access to the videos. A short summary of why I'm doing this is uh, I have plans for our YouTube channel for the future and Tales of Tamriel videos, having most of our listeners in audio formats, basically on platforms like Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, uh, those videos don't do, analytically, they do bad, basically. Um, so, and that affects the overall channel's uh, analytics and how it gets involved with the YouTube algorithm. So that's why I've turned them into unlisted videos, but you can still definitely access them and hopefully I will eventually start with my actual plans for the YouTube channel so it will be worth it. So yeah, this part I'll just cut and make a public YouTube video. So you can find all the information in the video's description below. If you listen to this in audio format, if you ever want to, you know, watch the full thing, if you missed the live show, just want to see our faces, um, you can definitely do so on YouTube. Just got a little bit looking uh, to see the playlist there. Another uh, announcement I want to make is... Now, I mentioned this during my terrible episode of 254, where um, bad things happened. So tomorrow, there's going to be a charity stream by Ophelia Noir. So for those who don't know, we play every other week, we play an Elder Scrolls-themed... Dungeons and Dragons game with Ophelia Noir, Dawn Whisper, KPOW XD, and Ninja614. In this game, uh, this is a custom DD build uh, basically taking place in Elder Scrolls Online Universe. And uh, I play obviously the Nord. Uh, Dawn Whisper plays obviously the High Elf because uh, she's an elf. KPOW plays an Alfique, and Ninja plays an Argonian. Now, for this charity stream, what is going to happen is that um, we are all going to switch races. So, K-Pow will most likely be playing the Argonian, Ninja will most likely be playing the Alfique, and Ophelia Noir, loving torturing me as much as any of you do, uh, decided that I should play the Altmer, and Dawn Whisper should play the Nord. So, we are having a switcheroo with our roles. And uh, it's going to be on the front page as well for a brief period, I believe. <laughs> so on top of everything that has happened recently with our Extra Life Charity Marathon, where I turned into Elfenir Pokestick, and then the episode 254, where I apparently six years ago mentioned that Queen Iran might not be so bad, which I don't believe anymore, I believe. No, 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 she no. Needs to hold die. on. Don't interrupt. That's I'm not talking what you about. Said. Don't interrupt. I'm talking about a charity stream. This is important. And I will use that to my advantage. <laughs> Do not be interrupted. And, um, yes. Well, we all know I will use everything to my advantage. It's, this is not a democracy. Um, <laughs> and um, so now I will be role-playing as a high elf for another charity. This is for Save the Children, which is a global charity uh, that you know, funds helping children across the world. So it is for a good cause and donations will be able to trigger things like uh, messing up with our roles or benefiting us as players. 
even getting one of the players to Godhood. So that's going to be happening tomorrow. This show, I... Well, if I don't sleep, I will try to release this before that happens. If I don't, you can definitely go check out to the archived version on Ophelia Noir's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ophelia Noir. And um, for anyone who can make it, anyone who's listening to us live right now, I will announce it on Twitter as well. It's going to happen tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash Ophelia Noir. So it is for a good cause, but I will have to roleplay as a high elf. And um, uh, we were talking about this during the pre-show, and you couldn't have planned this. Like, it, the only person who could have planned all these events to come on top of each other is Molak Ball himself. So I believe I'm targeted by the Daedric God of Schemes. So, yeah. So I have a couple quick things since I wasn't allowed to go. interrupt, but you took a breath, so now it's my turn. <laughs> so first is something like actually regarding the charity. Um, so you guys are all switching roles. Are you playing each other's characters or are you playing as each other's races? Races, races, not the characters. Yeah. Okay, so it's like a one shot type of deal. Yeah, yeah it's it's go it's gonna be a one shot charity event, and then next games we are just gonna go back to our original characters. Okay, so I just didn't know if like you could completely just ruin poor Carowin's character. Oh something. no, no! I will probably just be called Elfinir, I guess. I mean, that makes yeah, sense. That that does make sense. I'm gonna be a high elf wizard, basically. The other so. thing, which is whenever I was trying to jump in, is you didn't say she's not that bad. You said she's familiar and kind, and I just want to like. I said she's not like there. the other elves who are arrogant and dirty and nasty. And she, she seemed kind of familiar and nice. Yes, I did say that apparently, but there you go. I just it was the air. well. I mean, back then I couldn't find the right words to uh -huh. explain myself bad, so those are the words I've chosen. I have to live with that now. And um, honestly, <laughs> in the grand scheme of me role playing as a high elf, that seems like a very, very little thing. So tomorrow is going to be a lot worse than that episode two hundred and fifty-four, I think. But you know, I'm actually is. really happy for you, and I, I'm really grateful to Ophelia for helping you have your dreams come true. I'm sure you are, too. I know you got to put on, like, a fake face for for the podcast and everything, because you've been for the pact for so long that it's hard to let go of that ruse. But I'm just happy that she's finally giving you the opportunity to really be yourself. Yeah, now you All can the things I want to say... Roleplay. All the things I... How much I... you love Queen Aeren. <laughs> All the things I want to say, yet I cannot say because it's for a charity. So, gotta do it. Right. Gotta do what you gotta do. I'll be I there to clip to all of your comments and remind you of them for the rest of time. Honestly, so in the next six years. The, the, the amount of times stuff... Get, because I'm not going to half-ass it, okay? I'm, that's, that, I, I'm not going to half-ass it. I asked if I could just kill myself right at the beginning. Offie said no. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna have to actually go through the entire thing, and, uh, yeah, like, I'm gonna, basically what I'm gonna attempt is that I'm gonna be as bad as I believe High Elves to be. So, so basically you're gonna be, be a racist High Elf. That will be oh, actually, I am gonna be the be most, funny like, irritating so High Elf I could be. <laughs> basically just set an example as to how bad High Elves, and hope that it, it, you know, sets the... 
new people joining the Elder Scrolls universe in the correct path of hating high elves. I'll basically make as many people hate high elves through myself. And I don't know if that's going to be a sacrifice or not, but we'll see. It's just... Ah, so yeah, it's going to be an adventure. So tomorrow on it's Sunday... It's not going to be a sacrifice. We're going to clip everything. It's true. Yeah, that's the sacrifice. That I, I, th Those things are going to be brought up forever, so... Yeah. And the new people, like, you're going to be on the Twitch front page, so nobody's going to know you're joking. They're just going to think you're really good at playing a racist high elf. Yep. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. Do you think I do not I know that? Do you, do you think I, I have not idea. been losing sleep over this? <laughs> oh. But it must this be done. your legacy. So. <laughs> yeah, that's just... It's yeah. for a good cause, for that's real, though. So everybody come the... check it out and laugh at Ark yep. with us. That's the that's the best part about this. Griefing for a good cause is always worth the griefing. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And it makes it so that like you can't uh, just like counteract it either. So it's just, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do mm -hmm. it. I'm not going to half-ass yeah, like, it. Yeah, like twist your arm into being like, oh, man, I don't want <laughs> for, for the reason of getting this to go to a good direction, it's like, I got to go with this. <laughs> so what time does mm -hmm. this start again? Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Okay. on twitch.tv slash or I will, as I said, like, if you are listening this after Sunday, which may happen because I don't have too much time between recording this and then starting the actual thing, if I sleep. If I don't sleep, we'll see. Uh, I might be able to push it out. Um, but, yeah. So you can always definitely find the archive version on Office Twitch as well. And yeah, I mean, you, you all have been absolutely fantastic during our Extra Life Charity Marathon, the 48-hour marathon. We raised over 4K, which yeah. we started to just like a thousand goal. Yeah, we had a thousand dollar goal. You literally over quadrupled what we had yeah. as our goal. <laughs> so, you guys are amazing. <laughs> so here's another way you can definitely support children again, help save children. And um, even just like tuning into the stream making it more visible to everyone out there is worth yep. it. And if you got the money to spare, you can donate and make our lives either better or worse as the players. Because as I said, you'll be able to modify what's happening in the game uh, through your donations as incentives. So that's going to be quite interesting as well, I think. So yeah, all right. That's the announcements out of the way. Actually, I just thought even if I can't push this show out, uh, completely. I can just cut this section as a YouTube video oh, and share yeah, it on oh. like on our Twitters, on our yeah, uh, YouTube, things like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. need to go through like very detailed editing on that section. So yeah, right. I can I can hopefully push this out right, right, right after the show. We'll see. Yeah, good point. There we go. So news, we got news. And um, that news is that the Undaunted event is happening, but it is happening with some troubles. Uh, so every Undaunted event is probably the least stable event in Elder Scrolls Online's event cycle. It is, yeah, it is kind of cursed. It's literally cursed. <laughs> and it is heavily reliant on one of the weakest system in Elder Scrolls Online, which is the Group Finder, and it seems to be the most, like, well-received event in terms of, like, everybody wants it, I guess. So, with that interest and Group Finder having problems, it generally tends to be a rocky event. 
but this year it also I guess came on top of um, the the issues with the Markart DLC as well. So the reports are that things have been quite rocky with the event. So if you're experiencing those, definitely understand frustration. But I, I just want to say, try to be as constructive as possible in your criticism. Uh, as a so I've been in environments as a developer where everything went up in flames in live updates. Like we pushed something to live and everything broke and we just lost Lotus. Um, and it is a hell. Like that situation is quite hell for the developers and everyone involved because you have a massive pressure because every second that the game is having troubles, you know, the company loses money. That's how it works, basically. So the pressure is on the developers, the community team, the IT team. You know, it's 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 a mess. So definitely don't, especially don't take it out on, you know, the, the people, because I see a lot of posts on Twitter. Uh, the people who are running the Twitter accounts, they got nothing to do with this. So definitely when you are posting about it, either whether if it's on the forums or whether if it's on Twitter, remember that it's a whole separate group of people that you are lashing out to. So feedback is okay. Like provide, if, if you experience issues, if you saw anything specific, uh, definitely try to include that in the information, like the bug reports, you know, I was doing this and this, it might help solve some of the issues, but I definitely understand the frustration. I was there myself. Um, so yeah, that's the undaunted event part of the news. Um, so yeah, really quick, just to jump in, uh, something also as a developer that's really helpful, and Art kind of hit on this a little bit if you noticed something specific that was causing it, specific steps to reproduce the bug is super helpful. Um, I know there have been times where I've had people come to me and just been like, things broken. I'm just like, that's not helpful. How did you break it? I don't know. And then it takes mm -hmm. me hours to fix it longer than it needed to because I had no idea what they even did. Sometimes it went unfixed for so long because I couldn't reproduce it myself because they didn't tell me anything. So if you can, so if you experience a bug in a dungeon, um, see if you can reproduce the crash, first of all. Do what you just did again. If you can do it twice, then submit a bug report and says, hey, I was standing in the crystal AoE at the Lich boss in Fanglair and that's when I crashed. Because, for example, that is that seems to be what's causing some of the crashes in Fanglair is if you get caught in that crystal AoE, because every time my group crashed, one of us was standing in the AoE and it's the one that crashed. So that's super helpful to any developer, and this extends beyond Elder Scrolls Online if you're using any kind of website or any game. If you're able to reproduce it by repeating those steps again, just pass that along to the devs. And I do understand, like, you know, that, that boss took longer than it needed to. To be fair, they told us that dungeon's broken, don't do this one, and then I went <laughs> and did it anyway. So apparently I don't follow directions. But if you can give them specific steps to reproduce it, then it's like, okay, we can start here. We know that this AOE is broken and they can look into that effect and they can look into whatever that's doing. And it makes it so much easier and so much faster to fix. So mm -hmm. instead of just going online and screaming about it, we can actually be really constructive and help them fix it. Yeah, honestly, at this point, I'm like, I, I, I was thinking about this earlier today, whether or not 
we as the player base can, I don't know, do something extra to solve the issues Elder Scrolls Online is experiencing currently. I couldn't come up with a way other than, you know, as you said, bug reporting as specifically as we can. But I don't know, I've, I've been sort of brainstorming about like what could the player base can do. I mean, I, I can already hear the arguments like, but it's not the player base's job to do so. That is true, it's not, but at least for us who love the game and is passionate about the game, if we can help in any way, I would like to be able to. Well, so moving if, forward, we can get a more smooth experience. Right. And especially if the thing that you're doing involves playing the game that you're currently complaining about not being able to play, like mm. you're basically playing it. And if there's just a way you could tailor it to play it in a way that could be helpful. Well, I mean, there you go. It's at least so because I am definitely on that thing. I don't do PTS. I, I, it's that type of thing. It's like back when I was a beta tester, that was like a job, but you can't hire a million beta testers <laughs> to, yeah. to do this. Like it, it's not feasible in an MMO. So like it, it, you know, it's definitely an unpleasant situation all around. And this is, seems like kind of the culmination of, um, we had mentioned this one was probably done if not mostly possibly entirely remote. So I think that this is kind of the culmination of how, how um, 2020 has kind of <laughs> really stacked up for this final thing, which I had mentioned before that it's it's a shame because Markarth brought so much cool stuff, but it is just massively overshadowed by all of the technical things now, which is unfortunate because when you do get to see all the stuff that Markarth brought forward, it's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's not then the focus. Um, there's also, I don't have the exact date and I'm trying to find it. There's another set of patches incoming. Um, is it the 9th and 10th of December? I don't want to give wrong information. It is the Seventh for PC. Okay. Let me double check because I actually have that pulled up because I was actually okay. Yeah, I was going to be Monday. So SD says seventh and ninth. Seventh and ninth. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking ninth and tenth. Okay, seventh and ninth. So there but you go. The Xbox One already went out. The Xbox I don't know One. If you guys saw. So that did go apparently out. had a publishing error or something of the sort. So they had to they published the patch and then they went with another one pretty quickly because it had an error or something like that it's right um and i mean i wish it's uh, been quite chaotic some... overall basically like the summary <laughs> summary of it is that it's massively chaotic right now and what right. this creates in the development environment is that the more chaos there is the more mistakes people start to make because you are rushing those fixes out right so it's like it, it can add up and managing that chaos is definitely difficult. Right. And with the pandemic and people working from home and everything like that, it just becomes exponentially disastrous. Right, right. So and yeah, then... I definitely understand the frustration, but again, we got I, at this point, it, it is what it is. And we, I don't know, we gotta find a way to help them, I suppose, manage this or at least you know, cheer them on, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. It's and, a stressful I mean, situation. If, 
It is. And, you know, I, I've been a proponent of um, if if this is really pissing you off to the point where, like, you're not having fun with this, you're just irritated all the time. It might be annoying to because if this is like a major hobby of yours, yours, it's a major hobby of mine is playing this game. But take a step back. And if 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 you don't want to do something outside of gaming, uh, that's fine. You know, whatever people want to do in their own free time, you know, that's that's totally up to them. But maybe this is a good time if this is really really driving you nuts which i do understand there's other things that you could try for a little while i've personally been playing uh, well other schools if i'm not streaming yeah if if, if i'm not dying constantly (laughs) in arena for everybody's entertainment value um i've actually been playing horizon zero dawn it's not that i don't play eso but i've definitely um, even this last patch i know a lot of people have been struggling with it this last one actually hasn't been that bad for me once it got patched after not Markarth destroyed my system, <laughs> but then after Markarth, the one that a lot of people have been like, nothing's fixed. Well, actually, most of my stuff was fixed. So now I went from being like, yep, I totally am experiencing all of this to it's really not that bad for me at the moment. But grouping is difficult because so many people are having so many more issues than I am personally. Um, so you know it's 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 not a bad thing if you need to just take a little bit of a break if that's you know if you're not having any fun with this anymore rather than just rage out at the devs or whatever it's you know hopefully they can get it under control and then when you come back to it it'll be fun again instead of a chore yeah and so this is just my own curiosity hasn't eso been in development for like over 10 years I believe uh, so. From yes. the like initial prototyping to where it is now, it I think it's over ten years. Yeah. Yep. Um, I believe it was uh, right around the same toward the end of Skyrim was when it was actually getting um, like underway. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what that means, but it's it's been out for quite a while on a hero engine that has also been around for quite a while. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about in my own job, like the main software that I work on has been around since I started at the company. Cause I, I was the one I actually had a brand new dev fresh out of college, start building the front end for our application. And just thinking back on how badly I made some things and how many mistakes I made, but then we didn't have time to go back and refactor. So it was just like, okay, we just have to keep building on top of this broken thing and then we'll fix it later. And now we're finally getting the time to go back and we looked at the code base and you're like, you know what? We've learned so much. We would spend less time just completely rebuilding the thing than we would trying to fix what we screwed up in the beginning. So that's kind of the feeling I I might be getting here and it could be completely off base. They could have been refactoring and perfect coding the entire time, but just thinking about how much coding has changed over the last four years that I've been working and how much I've learned since then, I can only imagine over the last 10 in game development, how different that is. One main component is that, um, so back when Elder Scrolls Online started development and was a thing, Amazon Web Services, basically the Amazon Cloud Services, wasn't, I don't even know if they were out, but even if they were, they weren't as commonly used in, um, you know, gaming, game industry. 
And those servers, the Amazon Web servers or Amazon Cloud, it, it is powerful. It is amazing. Like in, at my company, before I quit, we moved everything to Amazon Web Servers ourselves from our own, uh, you know, we had individual data centers. Everything was moved to Amazon. And it it massively changed things. But the problem is even with our, um, now it, it was a mobile game, even though it had, you know, over a million active users daily, it, the data that you hold isn't as complex as an MMORPG because oh, for sure. like, you have level data, gold, diamond, whatever, that, that stuff. The merging, the, the carrying the data from the data centers to the Amazon servers, it was a mess. Our backend team was at the office day and night in shifts. There was, there was a group at the office 24 seven for oh like God. a month. We brought in a new CTO just to handle those things like that, that it so it's a mess it's a messy situation so it, a lot has changed in the server architecture over the last last decade as well and i it is safe to assume elder scrolls online is is in an older i don't know system or a code base or a data center whatever and i i don't know if they would be able to ever carry it over from what they're using right now to a better system because I'm not a backend developer. I don't know the details of how everything works there, but right. seeing how much trouble we had, uh, I don't think that's really an option there. And so, on, on top of that, like I know people are going to be like, oh, you're just making excuses, blah, blah, blah. It's just as a dev myself, I just want to <laughs> hug them because it just sounds... <laughs> I know how I would feel in their situation because I've had stuff break in production. And oh my god, you just feel, it, it hurts you as a person, at least I take it personally, I'm like, wow, I'm just stupid then, I don't know how I missed this, I don't know how it got all the way here, and now it's broken, but it's it's just something that happens, and then it just snowballs, and it's so hard to fix sometimes, and I it just, anytime something like this happens, and it seems like everybody catches on fire, and runs and yells on Twitter, I, I want to give Sarah a hug because she's not even a developer and has to deal with all of this. Not even a dev, she just gets bombarded by all of the crap. Yeah, that yeah, it's hates. like, that's why I said, like, the people running the Twitter accounts, just don't take it out on them. They got nothing and to do with this. At the, yelling at Elder Scrolls Online isn't going to get it fixed any faster either. That's the thing. Like, you're, you're wasting your time and just making people sad. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, I like, I, I understand too, it. But... I mean, if, when I'm in a dungeon, someone crashes or I crash, I get, like, I get that sudden first ignition of rage. I was like, oh. But then, that's it. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, I leave it there. If I can provide a feedback or whatever I will do, I will laugh at some of the issues. Apparently, people are queuing up for dungeons and ending up in battlegrounds, in battlegrounds. which is... A hilarious, hilarious issue, if you ask me. God knows how that's happening, honestly. I don't know, but <laughs> I I really want that to happen more in my battlegrounds when I'm doing stuff, so I can just smoke people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, prepped for the wrong mode. Luckily, I keep that gear handy, so we're going to bash you up real quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. So this was actually not in our show notes, but we discussed all that anyway, because it just popped up into my mind before moving yeah. on to our actual news, which was the Crown Store Showcase December. So just a little 
you know, a little 30 minute rant about a yeah, part no. that wasn't even in our news. So totally. This, I mean, it, I know it's pretty out of character that we would ever derail on this show, but <laughs> that seems, you know, seems like yes. it was worth covering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the Crown Store Showcase for December is out there, and um, I'm just going to bring up the images for our live, you know, audience and those who watch us on YouTube, because there are some nice stuff in here. There are definitely some nice stuff in here. So for ESO Plus, this time around, we are getting the statuette of... Saint Alessia the Liberator, which is a very cool looking um, statuette. I actually don't know much about the lore of Saint Alessia, even though it gets brought up pretty much all the time. But basically what I remember is she nuked the Alates, if I remember correctly. Is that the one? Yeah, I, all I know is she killed a bunch of elves, so I'm probably go. not going to like her yeah. as much. But she is in Red Diamond. I think that's well, yeah, I was going to say, St. Alessia basically is uh, herald, heralded in the, the, you know, the dragon bloodline of humans and all of that stuff that got the, got all non-mer free of the, uh, what do you call it, the aliens just doing their gut gardens and all their creepy ass stuff. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> you don't like that, a good gut garden? No. That's not how you like to decorate not, your yard? Not a huge fan. Weird, weird, but not a huge fan. <laughs> Wow, clearly not a man of culture. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we are having some crafting motifs coming back into the store. The frost color, a lot of these are limited time. So I will mention some of them, but I will skip most of them. If you're interested in grabbing it, definitely go check out the article. Because if we start mentioning the every limited time stuff, it's just going to be a mess. So the Frost Color is going to be making a return. Uh, now, we have a lot of monster arms pack this time around. However, uh, these are going to run out of December 7, which I may or may not make the show live by then, considering the, um, considering the charity event that is happening tomorrow. I probably won't be able to edit this out in time. But if I do, you'll still have a chance to get it. So the Engine Guardian Arms Pack, the Night Flame Arms Pack, which is actually pretty good looking compared to some of the others, the Pirate Skeleton Arms Pack, and then we have the Velidrath Arms Pack, which is the, I guess, the ugliest of all of them because I really hate <laughs> Velidrath and spiders in general. So these are the ones that will run out, but basically get removed from the store on December 7th which I believe is Monday, considering it's, I'm on Sunday and it's December 6th. Yeah, it's going to be Monday. We are also going to be getting the Iceheart Arms Pack, which if you're a fan of uh, Frost Magic as myself, it's definitely a nice one. Uh, but this one's going to be available from December 14 to December 17, unlike the other ones. So you still have time to grab this one. Stalrim Armor Pack, which is very lovely. But if I remember correctly, this was 5,000 crowns at the initial release. So yes. if you have excess crowns, I guess, it's a very nice looking um, motif, but it's expensive and it's December 17 to January 5. So uh, there's the Car Krogs? Krog arms pack. Also yeah, I always just say Krag. 
Correct. Yeah, correct. I, I have no idea. It's, it's basically. Like, yeah. Oh, I forgot the name of Drow. Yeah, the, the Drow. I actually don't know what these things are called as well. Dread Drew. I've, I've heard it pronounced different ways. Yeah, people say it all sorts of different ways. I, I usually the thingies. pronounce. The, yeah, I, I pronounce it Dreg because that's how most people in game pronounce it. It's the the spider things that are not the, the spider, spider things it's the oh ma mantis i think yeah it's the yeah. mantis lobsters the, there you go that's there you go mantis lobsters. I, was thinking, I was getting crab vibes from them mantis the lo lobsters lobster works december 21 to january 27. uh we have some adornments and hats making their way back into the store uh especially with the new life festival of course coming up since it's december we are nearing on an eve year we are getting some of those items return into the crown store. Um, well, Undaunted event is happening. There are event tickets. And then there's going to be the new life festival event happening, which is going to have its own event tickets. No date on it yet exactly. But until December 15, Undaunted event is continuing. The Meridia statue is making a return, which uh, the first time around I missed this, but this time I might get it because uh, it is one of the Daedric Princes that I like. Uh, yeah, that so, one's a cool one too. Especially if we had like an actual object, Dawnbreaker collectible, like a furniture item that we could put into our house. Ooh. That would be really nice. Unfortunately, we don't. Did we ever get Dawnbreaker as a weapon style? Uh, I don't... I don't believe so yet. Right. Um, I don't believe that's been one of the artifacts that you can reskin over your. Anything. We might get it though, because so far we got the Mayrena Stagon, we got the Spellbreaker, um, we got. I forgot the Ebony Blade. So, yep. Dawnbreaker might also eventually make its way into that rotation as well. I love my Spellbreaker shield. That thing's great. I know. <laughs> also, I really would like it. If when you in, like, you know, how some of the housing items you can interact with, mm -hmm. I wish that you could interact with this and it would just scream another hand touches the beacon every time. <laughs> oh my god, yes, <laughs> that would be great, actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I wish maybe in the future, maybe if we get the beacon as an object. So now we have the Meridia statue yes but if we get a beacon of meridia then it might be intractable i don't know i'm still waiting Ooh. for the day that meridia is the enemy in an expansion storyline i'm it's got to be coming it, they, they it has keep, to happen they have been breadcrumbing this for basically since base game yep that she's not all she seems to be and i mean we have nods in previous games where don't think she's all great and it's like we've got dungeon references we've got you know full chapter references we've got base game references like okay she's plotting something <laughs> like, so something ain't right to kind of build on that a little bit this is kind of gray more spoilery but it's pretty early on and also like not that big uh, in spoilers for gray more it's just markarth we haven't done yet Right, so yeah, this is specifically yeah. Greymore. So at yeah. Mount Kilcreath, whenever you're doing that whole quest line, yeah. they're like, Meridia has abandoned us. Where is she? Exactly mm. what quest you're talking about. Yep. And it's like, oh, where is she, mm -hmm. actually? I think like, the only time Meridia wasn't involved was like Morrowind, the, Morrowind expansion. 
I don't remember Meridia in Morrowind expansion. No, because she was kind. Of, it seemed like she was kind of biding her time before mm. she became relevant in Somerset. Like she was yeah. letting all that stuff play out. Um, and then she was relevant in Greymore also. Yep, was she relevant yeah, elsewhere? Um, I can't remember. I mean, that's the amount of expansions we had. So yeah, it was, yeah. I just can't remember if she was there and elsewhere. Else? I know she oh, was yeah. in Greymore. Why, why am I blanking on this? Yes, she was. I was going to say, uh, De Depths of Malatar. Yeah. True. Oh. <laughs> she was very relevant. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. It was a dungeon. Yeah, yeah. So that's just it. It's like they, she's always kind of there, and she's only been helpful, quote unquote once <laughs> yeah and see in the end of the base game main storyline mm -hmm. with Molak ball yeah so we quote-unquote defeat Molak ball right but what he says is something along the lines of i am the god of basically daedric prince of schemes and plans and domination you think you have beaten me with this but you know i have planned for something along those lines basically hinting that us sort of, you know, slashing his avatar and kind of beating him is actually part of his grand scheme as well, him being the Daedric Prince of Schemes. So I wonder if at any point we are going to make a full return to the base game with another Meridia versus Molak Ball situation. Just yeah. make a full, full turn on it. Okay, so this is very unlikely to happen, what I'm about to say, but it would be cool, and I feel like Lotus is going to be with me on this one. I want to see Meridia and Hermes Mora team up to do bad things. Oh, hell Why yeah. Meridia and Hermes Mora? Why, Those why? are my two favorites. Oh, okay. That's what's up. I was like, That's is, all, is just there a relationship thing. between the two? On, on top of that, bonus points. I didn't realize Hermes Mora was uh, so high on your pantheon. Now, now, now we're talking, all right. Yes. <laughs> I like books. <laughs> Yeah, we found another point that two of us randomly agree on. Yeah. <laughs> we can and never get all three of us to agree no, on something. It's just two at a time. Page. Other than don't be dicks to the devs. That's the only thing we all agree on. True. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what do you call it? No, uh, but that's, I mean, I've, I, I mean, I never shut up about Hermes Bar anyways, but he's one of the ones that's, who's had very little influence. And, and don't get me wrong. Whoever the voice actor was for Hermes Mora, that's totally fine. You, it, no disrespect meant that did great for ESO. But I'm just saying that the original Hermes Mora is now back into the game. I forget the uh, he he's in Wes Johnson is who originally Wait. voiced Hermes Mora. Oh, really? he voiced Hermes Mora yes. in Skyrim? Yes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. He, look up his uh like wiki you'll be horrified how many voices he actually does in the elder scrolls and it's funny because all i ever think is how can he do so many voices that i did not know were the same person when townsperson like one five seven nineteen and thirty four all sound like the same person in every <laughs> game anyway <laughs> like just have him do more voices but um now that he's back yeah like 
bring him in <laughs> Wes Johnson <laughs> speaking of Wes Johnson in terms of Markarth he did an amazing job there and I just really enjoyed listening to those lines because of the way he delivered them it was perfect I yes. still haven't I made it to the character, character that I have voiced either. but I'm uh, but looking I, forward yeah. to it it's good there's there's two characters in Markarth that really stood out to me and he was one of them like yep. it, it was really good you guys have got to get around to playing that at some point it's not broken so now's a good time oh yeah i suppose it's yeah. actually on my <laughs> list of things i want to like not at the dungeons now. and everything else is broken i guess story questing is a good idea now it's a great time for it i still need to admittedly i still need to do the epilogue like i finished the main markarth quest but like just like in Dragonhold, if you've done the main expansion it like unlocks a little second like quest line for you so, like, if you beat elsewhere and then you went on to Markarth, like, the main Markarth story will wrap... Not Markarth. The main Dragonhold story will wrap up, and then you have some extra stuff to do where you actually, like, go watch Abner Thar and kind of die. Um, and that's, like, the epilogue or whatever. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> same, de same deal with Markarth. If you finish Greymore, there's more story after the main story of Markarth wraps mm -hmm. up. So, I'm, I'm at that part. So, I've finished, like... The main story of Markarth is a standalone, but I have not done the epilogue yet, so I still have some more to do. But then Valhalla came out, and then I got on a Viking. And Cyberpunk kick, is coming, so. And Cyberpunk is coming, so this is just going to be real hard for me to find time to do things. I mean, you That's only have epilogue left. You just world. need to like squeeze in a couple hours at this point. You should do that I before do Cyberpunk. Sleep. Yeah, or just give up sleep. Yeah, pull oh. a kids and just become a robot. There you go. I... But the thing is, is the Indonit event is, like, my favorite. I feel like I've said other events I mean, are my favorite, but this one broken, is my favorite. So. Uh, to be fair, I, I think the perpetual hex that the Undaunted event has also partially relates to the fact that the Undaunted event is basically everyone's favorite event, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I think so, too. so hyped. And it's like, it already has its technical issues, and then it's like, oh, by the way, 85% of the player base is now doing this as well. It's like, dear God, <laughs> goodbye. So, yeah. I found the solution. They basically may need to make Undaunted events suck. <laughs> yeah, just make them not fun or run Mid-Year Mayhem bonus during it so you just split the player base right in half. <laughs> I mean, I always say ESO has too many events. I want yes. events to feel unique, not have an event every month throughout the year. So I would be happy with just having, you know, merged events. Merge some of the events to split the player base. I don't know. I have been Might be an we idea. haven't been doing as many celebrations, it seems like. So I think maybe they're hearing that because we yeah. haven't had like... Here's the Morrowind celebration and the Somerset celebration and the Elsewhere celebration. It's like, okay, the, <laughs> the celebrations are whatever. It's it's fine for <laughs> double XP and all that stuff, but it's like the events are neat when it's like, okay, it's Witches Festival. It's New Life. It's Mid-Year Mayhem. It's whatever in-universe mm -hmm. holiday thing. That's fine to have in-universe events. I'm much less interested in just like the hey we release something here <laughs> i mean you could do event. like i don't know dlc celebration and that that act has clockwork gold coast tuesbane dark brother all of them in a single event basically just dlc zones as a single oh event. yeah yeah like zones and then sure 
chapter celebration, all chapters. And then you have the, you know, mid-year new life. Even mid-year and undaunted. I guess, in my opinion, they can be merged, as you said, because they are both yeah, combat-related. And apparently, if you queue for one, you get into the other anyway, <laughs> so it is a good time to right. just merge them. Well, I feel like that would be a good idea, too, because they're so... Okay, I'm PvE pretty much exclusively. I don't go into Cyrodiil very often because I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. So if we merge these two events, you're not going to have PvEers complaining about PvPers camping at quests that they're mm. trying to do and you're also not going to have pvpers being like well, i don't want to do the dungeons so it's it just works out perfectly that way because everybody's happy then because then the pvpers can do their pvp thing pvers can do their pve thing and if they want to swap roles they can and it would split like players. split the you know some of the pvers would do pvp as well and that might take the load off of the dungeons a bit so kind of spread out the I don't know. It's an idea. I don't know how things yeah. work in the back end, so who knows? Maybe it's a exactly. bad idea from that perspective. Maybe it will just right. break things further. And back to let's sympathize with the devs a bit. I, I know that anytime I hear my boss say, oh, this should be easy. We should just do this. I just want to slam my face into my desk because it's usually like the hardest solution possible mm -hmm. that he just proposed. So it could be a pain in the butt to merge events. I don't know. But it would be nice to merge those two, so that way I don't, I, I'm not forced into PvP if I don't feel like it yeah. to get my tickets. So, another item. Uh, we have another music box. This one is Never Fall, Never Die. Uh, I actually, just by the name, I don't remember which one this plays, but you can definitely just YouTube it and it should show up. This is going to be available December 3 to December 15. We are getting another house guest. This one is Roltar to Boaster. He is an Undaunted member, and apparently he likes to boast, if you haven't guessed that one. I'm definitely going to be getting this one, too, to my house, because it's a Nord, <laughs> and he most likely sounds very fun, considering his name is Boaster, and I will probably get along very well with this guy. So, he's 1,500 crowns at the moment, available only until December 15. Stupid question. Is he yeah. actually... Like, I know that sounds like a Nord name, but it says he's a Reach native. So he's, is he a oh. Nord in the Reach, or is he a Reachman? Oh, yes, it does. Uh, it might... Actually, don't know. Well, I guess he is a Reachman. He is not a Nord then. Yeah, I just he, looked at the could. name, and I was like, that sounded Nordic, so... It I does, he was and Nordic, that's what but... threw me off, too. But I, I see the Reach thing, so... Yeah. Just before yeah, you so get too excited be... there. Mm, I mean, they're... It's still really cool to get in your house, and I yeah, still yeah. think yeah. that'd be fun. I'm still gonna get him, even if he's Reach. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, you just don't talk. like elves, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. true. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so, we are getting an Alfig house guest in, you know, a lot of people have been wanting one. So, this is going to be available from December 21 to January 7. So, there is still a lot of time to bank on crowns if you want it. I don't know how much this is going to be. I assume, again, somewhere in the range of 15 to 2,000 crowns. So, but yeah... It's, it's an Alfie house guest. And this is actually a drunken Alfie house guest because it says an outlaw with a talent for magic but a thirst for alcohol and shows him sitting at a bar, which is hilarious to me because <laughs> as soon as they, as soon as I got my house and I decided I was going to put a bar in my house, I put one of my Alfie, I, I think I put the, yeah, I put Fizzez sitting at the bar. So I, I already like had this idea and just 
is this one of, wait is this one of the is named this? characters from the yeah, game because I, slaps in chat is going cat. it's Sally the drunk cat so yeah 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 so this is he's this kitty is actually from it, it's yeah it's the drunk thief mage um that you have for the main story oh um, I don't remember it at all it, it's me either it's hysterical <laughs> I mean, I did burn through Elsewhere storyline to so, get to Gray more fast. So when you that, when but. you recruit her, um, <laughs> she's just passed out, vomiting in a pile of like <laughs> bottles around her, and you think she's like dead. Oh, oh, okay, it's in a side quest this. apparently too. Oh, so, it's a side yeah, quest. I didn't do the side quests in Elsewhere. Maybe. Oh, for some reason, I thought she was part of the main. It's probably because she's awesome. SD says it's the best quest in Elsewhere, so I'm definitely figuring out where, and I'm oh, doing it. Oh, it's in the Stitches. Okay, see, the Stitches has so many quests, so that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And yeah, basically, she's just hammered, and yeah, you have to douse her in water to wake her up, because she's just a drunken mess from the previous night. Um, but, I don't know, the only thing I specifically remember that I really, really like is when she's casting her spells... She looks like she's gonna cough up a hairball in the animation. <laughs> oh she's my like, God. she puts her butt in the air and just like leans forward. <laughs> she's like casting the spell. It's it's really funny. Fantastic well, that, that, Yeah, I, I I need to get because yeah, go to she'll fit right in with the meat one. hole. So it's it's so good. It's so good. Now this next piece in the Crown Store Showcase. We like, I mentioned Crown Store Showcase, and Pixie and I both in our Discord <laughs> went up and link the same thing <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Shalidor's Shrouded Realm as a house. So I actually want to read the read what it says underneath this. Before working arcane miracles on Ivia and the College of Winterhold, the great mage Shalidor experimented with pocket realms of oblivion. One domain, his Shrouded Realm, features north-style towers on arboreal terrain that floats in a wondrous sky. I don't know if this is going to be a classic home or if it's going to be one of the notable ones which are which tend to be a lot more expensive whether if it's gold or um, you know crowns, but I kind of really want this one. So, I think it's I'm just guessing, but I think it's going to be one of the classic homes because there's a notable home in Markarth itself. And I don't think mm. they'd release two notables. That makes sense. Because for me, and, and this was a big deal for me, which is why I got so excited about it. Um, I knew I wanted to buy one of the houses with Markarth. And so what I went ahead and did is whenever it was time for me to re-up this month for ESO Plus, instead of doing the month to month that I usually do, I bought a whole six months. So I'd get the 9,900 crowns or however many it mm. is. And so that way I'd be able to afford a new house on top of the crowns I already had saved up. Thing is, as awesome as this house is, I did tour it. It's, it is really, really cool. I want the Mark Hearth house a little bit more. So, I because I mm. also don't have a notable house yet. So, I'm saved. I'm passing this one up. I'm waiting for the Mark Hearth house. But my God, I really want it. I want both <laughs> of them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it will be, if it's a classic home, it might be in gold price unless they make it uh, crown store only. I mean, it is limited time, which makes me feel like it is going to be crown only. 
Yeah, but probably. if it's not, classic homes tend to be what a million to couple million golds generally, so might be purchasable with gold as well. Actually, I don't know how much gold you have, Pixie. I do you have a lot of gold? No. Okay, yeah, never mind. Forgetting to do Ritz. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't have much either. But... I think I have like seven hundred k, and that's it. How oh, do okay. people not do Ritz? The game basically does them for you. Did I just forget? <laughs> I just, I log Same. in, immediately group, and start oh doing the things that I want to do. And I completely forget that Ritz exist in the game, and Josh, I just, give me I'm their Ritz so I can do them and get their money. <laughs> can you just do them and give me the money? No, it's mine. <laughs> you want pity on me? I mean, I'll, what if I gave you, like, a quarter of the money? How about we split it 50-50, and then I'll do your Ritz. Okay, it's still more money than I'm making right now. Off of the see, non, and then I get bonus Ritz for something that I usually do while not paying attention. Deal. Look, we agreed twice tonight. It's right. great. Wow, this is this is weird. No. This, this is go, weird. But... I'm not constantly being attacked. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, you haven't given me ammunition yet, so. Oh, God. The night is young. <laughs> so this one is... Um, Available from December 22 to January 7. So, still got time to bank up on crowns if you haven't. Or, you know, not spend them. So we have a few mounts making a return. The Frostmare mount, which is the basically the ice horse. Um, we have the uh, Blasphemous Sovngarde Pony Guar, which is the only reason I know the... I knew the answer to one question that uh, Tom from Robots Radio on ESO Lorecast asked me, and I only knew this because I knew this blasphemous thing existed. And that's about it. That's the that's the Crown Store Showcase, basically. I also went month. back and watched, because af after I, I raided into the show, I, I had to go to bed because I had to work the next day. So I actually watched your trivia thing the next day, and I, I pulled Baker in with me because even though he doesn't play the game, he knows you hate elves and guars because that's just how it is. And yeah. we were both laughing hysterically the entire time. I was in tears, and he was like, oh my god, another guar question. I was just dying. It was great. So, well played, Tom. Yeah, he threw me a curveball there. Um, so well, what happened is, I'm just going to jump right into Tales and start myself for a change. Yeah. So I joined this past week, uh, along with Lotus, to as a guest to ESO Lorecast, which is uh, brought to you by the Robots Radio by Tom. Now, we never managed to do a show with Tom because when we had him on Tales, I was basically out of commission. I don't remember why, but I wasn't there, so... This time around, he was like, do you want to hop into the show? I was like, yeah, let's talk some lore. And what he has is a trivia game, which Lotus was a part of as well before. Is It's called Are You Smarter Than Twitch Chat? And basically, Tom prepares a bunch of questions and chat votes on the questions. You have three choices. The chat room live uh, votes on them. Now, the trick is, they might be tricking you into the wrong answer because you see that, you know, it's like, hey, all of chat said the answer B is correct. And you might either agree with chat, say, okay, I trust chat, it's B. Or if you know the answer yourself, you know, like, I know, yeah, it's B. Or the chat might be tricking you 
And if you think that, you disagree, right? It's pretty straightforward mind games. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And um, first question comes up. It's something like, what color is the Guar named Citis in Elder Scrolls Online? I'm like, Guars have names? It's, it's me. <laughs> and I trust, I trust chat. I knew that question. I was like, okay, well, you know, a funny Guar question. Obviously, he's going to ask me that. Second, second question comes up. It's another Guar related question. I'm like, I don't know. It, it was about Guar's animation. I'm like, I, I don't know. Third question comes up, Guars. That one I knew because of the Sovngarde pon Pony Guar. Fourth question comes up, another Guar question. And surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> and fifth question comes up, it's a Guar plus Fallout question. <laughs> I've only played Fallout 3 until that um, simulation, like virtual reality part. I don't know anything about Fallout, other than the fact that every time I meet with some of my friends, they tell me like five hours of Fallout lore and everything that <laughs> happened in the game. I love listening Fallout stuff. I don't like playing Fallout. Anyway, so I looked at the answers and a lot of people agreed on one answer and so did Lotus. And I was oh, like, yes. Lotus plays Fallout. Sure do. Lotus loves Guars. Lotus is the head of the cult of the Guar. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to trust Lotus on this. Because he already turned his back on me. Maybe he wouldn't backstab me again, right? Wrong. It was the wrong answer. Lotus just straight up to my face. He was in the call as well, by the way. Right to my face. He gave me the wrong answer. I trusted him. And bam, obviously, it was wrong. It was wrong of me to trust Lotus as well. He backstabbed me. How dare you, man? So it was pretty funny. Um, the whole time, both Lego and myself were largely answering you correctly and you were ignoring us. <laughs> so then when we both lied to you, that's when you chose to believe me. I, I was, was like, like, wow, what are the odds? <laughs> I was trying in chat. like I was looking at in chat, seeing who gave which answers, right? Yep. Because I thought, okay, so some of some of our community was there as well, obviously. And I was like, hmm, do I trust Isha to troll me or to give me the correct answer? And then I was like, Lego was in chat, but I'm not I don't trust Lego. He's always he's he's always making fun of my tanking. So let's just he's he's probably trolling me. And then I was like, Isha, I'm like, he definitely is trolling me. And then I saw Lotus. And Lotus actually gave like correct answer once or twice. So I was like, maybe I gave you three corrects and two falses. <laughs> maybe he's representing, you know, maybe he's representing Tails there, giving me correct answers. And right at the last answer, he just slapped me with the wrong one. And it's I'm actually gonna link this in uh, chat for our live listeners to watch the full thing. And you can find this on Robots YouTube, and I believe on the RSS feeds as well. So definitely go to Robots Radio. Yep. And it's called, the title is Elder Scrolls Guar Trivia with Arkanir from Tales of Tamriel. So, I was I expecting mean, questions like, a lot more lore-focused questions. Like I was like, ready to talk lore, and then it was just all Guar. It was all Guar. Yeah, so, he, I, I was gonna say, I got hit with some weird ones where it was like, I got an alchemy question, but it was, <laughs> it was funny, cause like, I know some stuff, but if it gets real in the weeds, I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> 
but it was funny. One of the ones that I got was an alchemy question. And I remember, I think it was uh, Jess Star in chat was just like, oh, come on. He even knows which game it's from because I brought up the fact. I was like, oh, it's like, you know, which alchemical ingredient doesn't have um, the ability to create a, a restore stamina potion. And they mentioned saber cat eye and wisp wrappings. I'm like, oh, this is Skyrim alchemy. And I think it was Jess who was like, oh, come on. He even knows it's not ESO based. <laughs> it's like, what are we ever going to win here? I was like, well, these items aren't in Elder Scrolls Online. So so did you really think, Ark, that Lotus was going to let you win after you stabbed him in the back a couple episodes ago and he found out you've been lying to him for six years? Look, I it's not. No, no, no. Hold on. Here's the thing. I didn't stab Lotus of Doom in the back. Lotus has been one of the longest listeners of Tales of Thumbnail. <laughs> and okay, I'm sure he's... he feels very betrayed. No, no. Well, it would see if I the first time if I if first time I met Lotus, I said all the things about Iran, and then I said what I said in the episode 25. That would be betrayal. I said what I said in episode 25 about Iran, and then my mind has been changed forever since like for five, six years. And after that, we met with Lotus of Doom. So when I met Lotus, it was my mind was already changed. So I didn't backstab him. He just didn't do a true background check. <laughs> I know. See, I Lotus, it's all your fault. I, yeah, I would be a terrible person to work at, like, the DMV or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks right. I'm sure you're a resident. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, what I want to do now is uh, invite Robot back on Tails. This time, I want to be Ooh. here. And actually prepare him a questionnaire. And... <laughs> See whether if he can, you know, give the correct answers to my lore. Oh, that actually oh, reminds That's me. the trick. Yeah. It's going to be that's my the... lore. Oh, so, oh no. <laughs> whether... I probably yeah. wouldn't even be... This yeah, is just going to be chance. trolling Pixie. <laughs> because your lore is elves are bad, elves are bad, elves are yeah, bad. But you know this. Suck. But you know this. You can give the correct answer, but... Am I tricking you? And I, will I change an answer in a different... Actually, yeah, oh. we are doing this. Robot, if you listen to this, I'm actually going to message you sometime as well. Um, yeah, the only time Robot joined us, it was when you were... I think you might have had a migraine or something. I don't so know. I, I was one way or were... the other out of commission. Yeah, you were out of commission, so that's why I was like, oh, we'll get a third rotating chair. <laughs> so Robot's joined us that week, and you were all sad because you weren't able to be there. But yeah, was so yeah, much I'm, I'm gonna hold you show, all though. to a test. Oh, this is oh yeah, Tom's fun. a great guy. If if you don't already listen up, Robots uh, Radio, he's he does so many podcasts. Yeah. But shameless alternate plug for myself. I was gonna say you can come join us as I'm like a, a regular co-host at this point on um, the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, where we go. talk about you know fact-based things rather than. <laughs> our discussion topics like we do on Tales. It's more of a learning experience and it's very much on a time schedule. It doesn't dwell on for when Ranger was here, what was it, four hours? Yeah. <laughs> or Gina. When Gina and, joined and us, that Finn, was just We talked about cars for an hour. Yeah, you know what? So pretty much all of our episodes that go on forever, we've got like an hour time span, which which is very, very it's much more organized. There's way less going off the rails. <laughs> so, yeah. That was an experience. All right, what else yep. did I do? I didn't do... So, 
as mentioned last episode, I attempted my first proper Cyrodiil adventure, right? Because I said I was gonna go for Emperorship. Now, what I didn't know when I said I was gonna go for Cyrodiil Emperor is that Cyrodiil doesn't function at all. <laughs> it's... It, it doesn't work. It's, at least during prime time or when there is actual activity to do, it just doesn't work. That's I can't cast skills. I can't... Like, it takes me five seconds to trigger a heavy attack. I can't roll. I, it's, it, nothing works. And people are still playing it somehow. But most of the fights are... You just get to the gates. You break down the gates. As soon as player versus player starts, the game just goes haywire. And you just see people running but not doing anything because half of them can't cast any skills. Um, you, it, it's, it's just trying to cast skills until something works and one or the other side dies or survives and you do something so i don't know how i'm actually going to train like in cyrodiil let alone actually maybe go for emperor uh so i thought i would do like late night because i'm awake at late night in europe i could just go into cyrodiil when it's empty and uh, I've been capturing just like resources, but that's a very slow process because even if you kill everything very fast in a resource node, when you are just by yourself, it takes so long for that flag to turn. It's like two minutes, two, three minutes of just like waiting there. Sometimes it takes so long, some of the things actually respawn and attack you again. Um, so I don't know, I guess I will need a, I will need a guild or a group of people who do late night PvP in Cyrodiil, uh, or maybe even during prime time, but like small scale, you know, basically going after, um, going away from the Zergs and hunting resource nodes, keeps, things like that, that are not going to be lagging out. So if you're on PC European Mega Server, if you fight for the pact, and if you're looking for someone to do Cyrodiil PvP with, or if you have a guild that does that, um, hit me up. I'm, I'm happy to train some because at the moment I'm really bad at Cyrodiil PvP. In Battlegrounds, my build is still performing in an awesome way. I love how it performs. I can basically run relics uninterrupted. I can just annoy the hell out of everyone except werewolves, apparently, because they are... Uh, I ran into a four-man werewolf team. I couldn't tank any of them properly, and that made me upset. And they don't take damage either. So they just slash everything and heal all the way. But uh, yeah, basically that's what I've been doing mostly. Uh, trying Cyrodiil and uh, trying to get better at PvP. Because at the moment, unless my opponent is very squishy, I can't kill them. So... Yeah, my rot I don't have an existing rotation or anything like that. I need to learn. So that's about it. That's pretty much... I I've done some Undaunted Dungeons and things, but they were just normal, uneventful, normal runs. So mm -hmm. nothing much to talk about there. Oh, yeah. Lotus, you played Arena again. Actually, you know, I, I'm going to let you go last. Because I was about to say, mine are way less exciting than him. I don't want to yeah. follow him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pixie, go ahead. 
So, basically, like I mentioned before, I've been kind of down a Viking kick lately, so most of the week I spent, instead of playing any video games, I was actually watching the show Vikings, because that was one that I had missed, and I'm a huge Last Kingdom fan, but these two guys here decided to tell me, oh, go watch Vikings, and now I'm just kind of addicted to that show. (laughs) So, I've been binging that instead of playing, but... We did have Dungeon Prague on Thursday with Kiz, Lego, and Bard, and we were back in Castlethorn hard mode, and once again, my heals are useless because a lot of things are a one-shot, and that's frustrating. So I think so we failed a lot. Bard actually fell asleep during one call. Wow. <laughs> that's impressive. He stopped moving, and then he said, I'm sorry, I think I just fell asleep. And Kiz was like, yeah, you just kind of just hung out there. (laughs) And so that was hysterical. So (laughs) I I think we've pretty much decided that... So because of Cyberpunk's launch, uh, technically in my time zone, it launches on Wednesday. But I'm still going to be very tied up with it on Thursday at Dungeon Prog time. We're moving Dungeon Prog this coming week to Monday. I think we're going to take a break from Castle Thorn just so we feel like we can win something for a change. Hmm and uh go for one of the other hard modes i don't think we've decided on one yet um quick so gonna... hard mode <laughs> yeah yeah do just, you really what a nice break <laughs> so kiz kiz recommended unhallowed grave and there was one other that he hmm. said he needed um and then i know bar doesn't have ice reach yet and i know they don't have Lair of Marsalock yet. So I don't know which one we're going to be in, but we're just going to pick one. I'm open to whatever, as long as they don't have to deal with Hangry <clears throat> Vampire. But so we're going to put Castle Thorn on the back burner because that one, it's like, we have it. We've gotten her down to like 17% multiple times. It's just, it takes too long. It's frustrating. You just step in the poop and you just die. And it's... Yep. It's pain. It's just it's things. weird because it's just the same thing, but it's for a long time. And when you make a mistake, you usually make it when you're fighting in the circle during execute, which is where you can't recover without yeah. base. Yeah, it's it is. It's deceivingly difficult. I learned when we <laughs> did, but like before we cleared it, we figured we'd get it like super quick, <laughs> and it took us a f- quite a few pulls before we were like, oh. Wow, that was way more challenging than it Look, seemed like it so should be. You have Castle Thorn hard mode, right? Lotus? Oh, yeah. yeah. What about Stone Garden? Uh, so I've only done Stone Garden that one time uh, so, okay. on stream. Yeah. I've done the first two hard modes, and then we got to Werewolf phase, and we didn't know what the hell to do in Werewolf phase. I've since looked up Werewolf phase, and then Markarth dropped, and um, well, I haven't done really any dungeon. <laughs> I've done nothing too difficult except for Congress, all right. At least so. none of us have Stone Garden hard. No, I, I have not okay. tried Stone Garden since the original time I tried Stone Garden. Okay, just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have the first two hard modes in Stone Garden, and then we got to Werewolf phase as well. I think we might have actually gotten out of the first Werewolf phase, and then we. Yeah, we died. didn't know what we. Once I learned the oh, I melt really fast uh, thing, where I needed to learn to survive that quickly, we could get to Werewolf phase, but we were trying to do the whole thing blind. 
Yeah. So like we we were not piecing so together. So there is one the trick whole... to werewolf phase that we didn't know either when we got to it is that you have an interrupt AOE interrupt skill as a werewolf. Correct. If you basically use that before the husks start spewing poison out, you die. Yep. That that's yes. yeah. So funny story. Um, we learned that after we had done that on stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that Same. was what we couldn't figure out. So that. Now that I know how to do it, I've been wanting to go back, but I'm not going to lie until everything's ironed back out to at least pre Markarth quality of like game performance. I have not had a big desire to go and do that. Mm -hmm. um, Cause yeah, I, I, again, that's difficult enough in there that I don't want an added layer of frustration, at least until I clear it to start with. And you make a mistake and get, you know, two of those fire darts on you and then get poked by something. And it's like, oh, well, 90,000 damage, your dad melt. It's just like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so. All right, back to well, Pixie. Yeah. Yeah, trying to remember what I was. So, yeah, I don't know what we're going to next, but we're going to be doing something on Monday. And it's it's going to be fun. We're probably going to beat it a lot easier than knock on wood. We're probably going to do a lot better than we've yeah, had. This time you knocked Thorn, very slightly. <laughs> yeah, I figured I would make. I'm feeling nice tonight. Like I already heard a smash, bunch of people smash. in a <laughs> Well, the other thing. So last night we were like, okay, let's participate in the event. This is gonna be fun, and we're like, we're gonna do pledges. One of the pledges, of course, Fanglair. And we had my friends. So it was kids, and then Maya and Maestro. They had not done Vet Fanglair yet. I don't think they had cleared it on Vet. They had done it on Normal, not on Vet. Like, this is... Even though it's broken, like, his was pretty sure he knew what was causing the crash, which is the crystals. So we're like, just don't stand in the crystals. No big deal. I promptly stood in a crystal and got DC because I'm just an <laughs> idiot. But... I, I was the one saying, we can just avoid the crystals, it's fine. And then I stood in the crystals and I got DC'd. And so I'm pretty sure it's something with the crystals that's causing the issue. So don't stand in those. I also saw J-Dub mention earlier that if you pull the boss to the stairs, it's a lot easier to not DC than it is if you just leave him in the middle. But huh. I haven't tried that one, so I can't confirm that. Um, so it got to the point we were having a lot of fun up until that boss, and we were still having fun. It was just like constant DCs. So I went ahead and ended my stream and raided into um, Iffy, who was doing some ridiculously long stream. I think he was at like 47 hours. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a 72-hour yeah. stream. I think yeah, he ended so at 48-ish and raided Lyris. Last time I checked, he was raided, raiding... Uh, Gracefully Lyris, so... That's for the best. Yeah, <laughs> so, 72 hours. Yeah. That's... Unless he came Lord. back. Back after it, like, after a break yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. I know the objective was 72, and good I Lord. mean, we, we barely pulled 48 hours between the three of us. Between three of us, yeah, that's... So, exactly. People are always like, how do you do 20? It's like, how do you do what he's doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... After I raided, though, I was like, you know what? Like, I we we almost got him. Let's go ahead. I'm gonna log back in because they were still fighting after I DC'd. So I raided and I logged back into the game, and then we beat the lich boss. So I was like, okay, the last ones aren't bugged, so we'll just 
keep going and we'll get you guys this clear real quick. Some of us were drinking. We got to the last boss. At this point, three out of four of us were pretty tipsy. Were you tanking or healing? I was healing. So I was actually like doing useful things that I, I knew <laughs> what to do. And Kiz is walking Meister through... Well, okay, I say walking Meister through the mechanics. He was saying pierce armor hold block on the last boss. But what Maya and I both heard was piss on a whole block. Because when right. Kiz drinks, apparently his accent gets thicker. Great. And that's all we could both hear. And you... So the entire final fight, we had Maya who was DPSing and me who was healing, doing nothing but laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> we couldn't keep it together. And at this point, we're exhausted. Most of us are tipsy. Kiz apparently can't speak English correctly, <laughs> where we can all understand him. Maestro apparently had no issues understanding him, so I don't know what that was all about. But it was it was hysterical. And that final fight, just the giggles through the whole thing, was some of the most fun I've had in a while. It was great. And I've been picking on kids about piss on a whole block like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole day. <laughs> and then tonight, a whole bunch of us from the ESO community jumped into Among Us and murdered each other, and that was fun. There and it's alright. You, you guys yeah. unleashed your inner liars. Mm hmm. Apparently, I actually successfully lied tonight, guys. Like, there this you is go. I need you saying you weren't a good liar was a lie from the beginning. <laughs> no, 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 no. The first so, lie. So, uh, the first Never time trust I played anyone the game, who says I'm not good at lying. No, the first time I played the game, this was only the second time I played. The first time I played the game, I was the imposter like one time. The second I killed someone, and it was a while before they found the body, so it's like I, I could have been in the clear. I was nowhere near the body whenever it was found. They didn't have evidence, and they like called the emergency meeting, and so I start like describing where I'm at, and they're like, it was Pixie. I was like, what are you guys talking about? It was Pixie. I wasn't even over there. And they were like, you're talking even more than usual. It was Pixie. <laughs> because apparently, and then all of Twitch chat's like, yes, you have a very obvious tell. Way to go. You're a terrible liar. Today, I somehow managed to get away with it. Except for the first time. So I was the imposter twice this time. The first time, immediately ejected. Like, did, <laughs> I didn't stand a chance. I was just, I, I really have You got on the ship just lying. to get thrown off. <laughs> Pretty much. And then the second time, uh, I actually, I, I have no idea how I pulled it off. I kept having, we were pushed to talk, which was great, because I kept having to, like, panic over here because I get really stressed out whenever I'm lying. And it was, it was ridiculous. It was so much fun, though. And I'm, I'm super happy they took a break from ESO with me for just a night to <laughs> hang out. It was great. I'm sorry, that was like totally off on a tangent. It's just what we just nah, did. That's fine. Good I mean, time. Nah, that part works. of the show. Mm. Exactly. Was I wrong? You were playing with Var from ESO anyway, so it's it pretty matches. much. I, I think there were like three people who don't really play ESO, and the rest of them it was like Kiz, Maya, Maestro, Avi, uh, Ishii, some others. Solus so. was there as Solus. well. Solus. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anything else? 
Then we move the microphone to the master of the struggle bus. <laughs> I see. The masochist of the show. <laughs> Lotus. I see. Um, all right. So I figure we might as well start with, I, I haven't done too, too much in ESO. Um, my prog group is, um, well, we exist. That's That covers that whole section. Uh, I haven't really done the event just because, I don't know, it, haven't, haven't really. I've heard all the issues, so I've just kind of jumped in, done some dailies, done my prog trial, and that's about the extent of it. Um, the only ESO thing I figured I should mention before I talk about how much I died in Arena, um, which is what everybody's apparently actually here for, is I started searching for, because I really enjoy well, one, achievements. Um, but I like, I still really enjoy antiquities. And there is a style, uh, motif chapter, ancestral reach style, that totally comes out of scrying. Um, it's the antiquity system. And I was like, that's awesome. Um, but I wasn't a huge fan of how they did the other ancestral like there was ancestral Nord, ancestral orc, and ancestral um, uh, high elf Altmer, I think. So ancestral, yeah, ancestral Mer. I, f- I actually don't know off the top of my head what what the other one is, um, but it's it's they're fine, but they the leads would pull from treasure chests in regions, and that added a heavy level of rng surprise i have brought up many times that i don't like <laughs> rng and i don't like yeah. the fact that it was like it's not just you do a treasure chest or or whatever and you get a lead it's you get a chance at it which is what is frustrating well these ones are apparently even worse which is not what i wanted so they can apparently drop from the bonus items from scrying and digging up other antiquities. Oh, God, that is... Oh, God. And what's more is I found somebody selling a couple of them. Surprise, they're really, really expensive because they're so rare. A lot of people... So the treasure maps are going for pretty high prices because people are trying to pull the antiquities so that they can actually, like search the zone or whatever for these things um but i asked the person selling it who was super nice i was like how did you get this and he's like they drop really rarely from you know the the bonus loot i was like okay so that is how they work and he's like yes but it only works for gold ones Oof. It won't drop in the lower. I'm like, that's awful. That is so awful. So it's bad enough. But if it's true that they only drop from like master quality, that's unbearable. Like I want to work toward these, but I, I, that is so much RNG. So I hope either they change it or there's more to it than I'm aware. Um, but yeah, that's know. that's pretty much that's just that. yeah so that style is going to either be real expensive to get all 16 pieces or 14 pieces or it's going to take me forever to get all of those um 
But the majority of my time, which I did on stream, was I went back to Arena. And um, as the last several shows have had the similar theme of I'm still in the Crypt of Hearts, I was still in the Crypt of Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... The last time we left off, I was in the Crypt of Hearts down in the crypt portion of the Crypt of Hearts <laughs> for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I needed to book it across the gap to get to the center of this room. Um, it was where I was assuming the Staff of Chaos piece was. But unfortunately, around the entire room were these golems that just keep destroying me and ghosts that keep destroying me. So I found this one pedestal that I could kind of get myself up onto and I would sleep in a torch. Um, it didn't, it's just a sprite, so it didn't actually burn me or anything like that. I could sleep and for a refreshing change of pace, it did not spawn um, one metric shit ton of monsters on me to kill me every time I went to bed, which was a huge step in the right direction. Wow. Um, yeah, it was great. So <laughs> as everyone saw on stream, I would sleep, get my health up, and then run at one of the stone golems around the room, kill it as fast as possible. Sometimes I'd die because the other ones would be shooting me. And then when I would kill it, I would sprint back to the torch. I would save. I would sleep. I would run back and take out another one. And I systematically did this around <laughs> the entire room. <laughs> and I died a lot. But in the end, those stupid things were dead. And I made it across the gap. And sure enough, um, the Staff of Chaos piece was in there. I was super excited. Got the Staff of Chaos. Uh, I got mugged by a couple fire demons. But whatever. Get out of there. And then <laughs> I cheesed my way out of that dungeon as hard as I could just by deleting as many walls with the Sword of Pass wall. Um to just bypass as much stuff because as I had mentioned, when you leave a floor, everything will reset to mm -hmm. default basically. So all the enemies are back and, um, I died a decent amount trying to get out of there as well, which wasn't great, but I kept deleting walls and trying to make myself as many shortcuts as I could. And I get free and I was all excited and I go to sleep and Jaegerbomb Tharn sends me his usual insults and all this garbage. <laughs> and every time he insults you, he sends something at you, which I've learned that I'm, I think I'm ahead of whatever the, the, the like expected curve of difficulty is supposed to be on the story because whatever he sends at me sucks compared to just my general existence <laughs> in these dungeons. <laughs> so I've obviously done something weird and wrong because he was like, <laughs> you know, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're lucky you've killed them. Well, now see how you think of my assassins. And two crappy generic like blonde dudes show up and I like one shot both of them. I was like, that's it. You hit me is with it like, like the very happy vampire. It is not. No, the very happy vampire is the the worst thing I've fought so far. He's oh, wow. so pleased I, I actually need to get a picture of that happy little vampire for everybody and I'll post him on Twitter or something because he's just got these two little derpy fangs and he's just smiling <laughs> in a black robe 
and he looks just really proud of himself and then he just obliterates me if he ever hits me <laughs> and you have to hit him so many times to kill him he's one of i think he's one of the highest rated enemies like difficulty wise in the game so um but yeah so i'm free i'm all happy about that uh, i killed Jaegerbomb's stupid little two minions and um after you do that, you sleep again, even if it's for like five seconds. And mystical ghost lady floats in and she tells you the next place you need to go. And she says that I need to go to Merkwood, which we had a discussion over if that was copyright infringement, but apparently it's spelt different than it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I have to go to Merkwood. <laughs> and her response is it's either in Morrowind or Black Marsh. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what kind of dis direction is that? So <clears throat> I took a guess and I figured Merkwood sounds like it should be in Black Marsh. So I went to Black Marsh and uh, we looked at the map of Black Marsh and sure enough, no Merkwood, but I figured chat would let me know, well, look at the, there's Stormhold and there's, um, all these different places, Lilmoth, where, where should I go? And universally, everybody said I should go to Black Rose. <laughs> of because everybody knows that I hate Black Rose Prison. <laughs> Double the flashbacks, why not? Exactly, exactly. So <clears throat> I um, I went to the province. Oop, hold on, I'm going. Yeah, you are losing your <clears throat> voice actively. I am. I, it's like crapping out on me. Um, so... I went to Black Marsh. Uh, I'm sorry. I went to Black Rose, which is a province in game. It's not just a, a like a prison. And I go and I arrive in the city, which cities are generally safe zones. And in the city, um, I spawn in. And for whatever reason, there's a giant stone golem that throws a rock and instigibs me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's just like Black Rose Prison. Everything sucks and my life is just related to me dying. <laughs> of so, course. Yeah. So very much in, in tune with it being, you know, Black Rose. I was like, well, that sucks. So I took the option to vote on where to go away from chat. So <laughs> instead, I went to Stormhold which is um, in ESO. <clears throat> it's just the northernmost point. I went up there and went to the Conclave of Ball, which yet another nice. one of these guilds <laughs> that we never hear from again. Um, go in there and um, guessing they kind of ran out of ideas at this point for what the quests were because... Uh, the priest in there is like, oh no, like we don't know where don't don't know where uh Merkwood is. It's 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 hidden and uh can't can't tell you. So go to what's the name of this place? I looked it up. Okay. Vaults of Gemin is mm -hmm. would be how I would pronounce that. And he's like, and go get a stone tablet. Bring that back to me, and I can totally inscribe it, and I'll tell you where Markwood is. I was like, this just sounds like the Halls of Colossus quest that I already <laughs> did in Elsewhere, except now we're in Black Marsh, but sure. So, whatever. Um, I head off, and I go to 
the vaults of Gemin. And, um... I died a lot, again, because I started zipping around the vaults of Gemin pretty quick, and I was like, oh, this place isn't that bad, and I'm exploring a lot of territory really, really fast. And I realized that... <laughs> I was getting blasted by enemies when I would run into them. They would do a lot of damage, but usually it's like, oh, you know, I could whittle them down. And I'll have to double check because I think there are some clips of this. This was the point where the game... My tales will end with a game-breaking crash. Um, <laughs> so we'll just give you a, a tip as to where this ends. So this may or may not relate to what started happening. But Arena went from being mean to just being spiteful. <laughs> oh, God. Because if all of my tales of Arena haven't sounded like I'm having a rough enough of a time, they've decided to come up with a new feature, which is what we will call this as everybody talks about features in Bethesda games. Um, I kept dying at this one point in one of the halls and i'm like i don't understand i like i'm getting blasted by these things and i don't see anything so i figured they have to be jumping out from somewhere so i decided to move like one frame at a time which for anybody who hasn't seen arena um i always describe it as think of doom but in like medieval settings except it runs really really fast or really really slow depending upon how much crap is on screen like the frame rate's all over the place so I needed to basically tap just very lightly to move forward, like one frame at a time, one frame at a time. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to scoot myself forward until I can see the thing at the farthest away draw distance as possible. And I need to then gauge how to dodge its attack. And I'm going forward, I'm going forward, and I'm going forward. And there's nothing there. And I'm, I'm like, okay, well, now I've just gone like past where I apparently had died before, so I don't understand what I'm missing. So I start walking, and all of a sudden I died. And I was like, what the... <laughs> I like, don't understand what's going on. So I have to reload, and I'm doing it again. And as I'm going, I realize that it's not a draw distance problem. It's just straight not spawning the enemies. <laughs> I wasn't missing them. They hadn't been processed yet, because... When I was looking around and I wasn't moving at all, I would stop and I would look in the surrounding area to see where they were coming out of. And the the point on stream that everybody was like, wow, was I turn around and I'm looking and I start like thinking, should I use Passwall? And all of a sudden, three enemies just materialize literally in my screen, <laughs> like on top of me as if I had pushed up against them, but they just hadn't processed. And they all just smashed me and obliterated me. So I tried walking backwards and they were spawning behind my model, but like inside me. So they were pinning me in place and they had wow. like a hundred percent chance to hit because, because they were like superimposed. And so I just got, I was getting wasted by things I couldn't even see at this point <laughs> because it just wasn't even processing them. Wow. So my approach was to, just do a serpentine pattern like an idiot down the hall just zigzagging hoping that i would bypass them and they wouldn't be able to hit me with all their garbage so as i'm doing that i'm just surprised it's not a great strategy because i'm dying left and right so i'm like spam die reload spam die reload die reload die reload and this just keeps going on 
but I'm getting, I'm starting to get the pattern of where I think they should be. And I have no idea how many times I died, but I'm starting to make some progress and I'm like, okay, I think, you know, if I do this, this one shows up and I can actually fight it and then I can run down this way and maybe get a health potion off. And that's when I get uh, memory data overload. And it's just a picture of Abner Tharn in like, it looks like he's on an acid trip because it's just all these <laughs> whacked out colors. And it just says insufficient base memory, I think was the uh, photo of him. Hold on. Let me just d double check. His yeah, exact... I think it's what it's, that's what it said. Yes. So insufficient base memory. <laughs> you were a fool to confront me. And now you have paid the ultimate price. <laughs> Even now my servants go to fetch your mortal husk. You will serve me well. <laughs> through my years as emperor and it just made this sound as it was frozen like that and that was the end of my arena for that day have you ever That's tried amazing. to like start it again since then i booted it up and i do technically still have files okay so it didn't delete my so i was actually looking through my logs because i i take a lot of screenshots or goofy ass like video snippets that I can turn into stupid gifts for when I post that I'm going live in arena. Um, I also love the intro. The first time you go to a place like a major place, Celine's web, uh, crypt of hearts, uh, halls of Colossus. I love the weird, like eight bit pixelated rendition of these places. There's one for the crystal tower. Like it's all like the major dungeons you go to mm -hmm. they just look really really cool um so i was taking pictures of those but i take pictures of fun like goofy stuff or like video clips of funny things and um apparently i've gotten that error before and i've also gotten another one where it was um data corrupt memory overloaded was another <laughs> error i got which is actually a picture of me just staring at a wall. So I'm not really sure what I was even doing <laughs> wrong in that picture. <laughs> um, but it none of them have deleted my files yet. <laughs> so that's good, I guess. Um, and um, yeah, I, I'm still in the uh, the the what what the hell is this? Gemin, the uh, halls of Gemin, the crypt of gemin something about Gem vaults of gemin is the name that i'm looking for there you go. so i'm still in the vaults of gemin um i hope you I... stay in there as much as crypto for <laughs> <laughs> so whenever i get the tablet thing i have no idea again the running theme is i don't know how long these dungeons are anymore and they've just been getting exponentially more elaborate and taking me forever to clear so don't know when I'll be able to dig through Gemin um, exactly. I'll try to be streaming it again this week. I've been trying to stream at least once a week, uh, barring catastrophe, and it's gone pretty well. Um, but yeah, I'd like to get through that because I'm also curious if Mirkwood is outside because part of Celine's web was outside. It'd be kind of neat to have another dungeon be outside as opposed to an interior dungeon, mm -hmm. but I'm not really sure if the game's planning to do that, because I'm not going to lie, Mirkwood, I, I have no idea. Like, if this is in other Elder Scrolls games, it's beyond me. I've never heard of this place. Like, I mean, we haven't done an awful lot in Black Marsh, but this place seems wholly 
and completely unimportant outside of arena i don't know like it, my brain thinks of Merkwood from losser so i i'm like yeah did we well, ever do something in Elder Scrolls in Mirkwood, or that's my am I remembering I stuff of. from like Lord of the right. Rings Mirkwood? And that was the thing that I asked. I, I actually asked you and uh, other people in chat. I was like, wait a minute, Mirkwood. I was like, I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings buff, although I do know a decent bit because uh, you know my, my my family really likes the Lord of the Rings. So like, I've been exposed to it since I was a little kid. And I was like, am I insane or is Mirkwood like? Just straight up from the Lord of the Rings, and that was what was pointed. Was like, no, it's M I R K. Yeah, Merkwood. I was like, oh, okay, so it's as close to copyright infringement as humanly <laughs> possible without being copyright infringement. Got it. Okay. See, the only thing I could really think of is maybe, and you already said you went to Merkmeyer, so I feel like this is also wrong. But maybe they misspell, like it was a typo, <laughs> and the typo just kind of persisted, and they just Actually, rolled with it. You know. To be fair, maybe because it was so close, it evolved into Mark Meyer. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, maybe. Yeah. Because like, they just refer to it as Black Marsh. And it's like, okay, well, maybe they called it Mark Wood and, like, uh, now that Did this you... game is becoming more popular, maybe not Mark Wood. We'll call it Mark Meyer type <laughs> of thing. I can see is that. Is Mark Meyer a place you can travel to? I have not seen, no, not that I've noticed. It's just, it's not like a place that I've physically seen in Black Marsh. So since this is in Black Marsh, I'm wondering if you might be onto something, maybe it becomes Merc My, because I mean, again, some of these things have, all the pieces are there in Arena, but sometimes they're a little shuffled around as, I believe I know, I know I had brought it up on uh, Elder Scrolls Lorecast, but I'm pretty sure I brought it up here too. But if you look at the map, it's Sumerset and not yeah. Somerset. So, oh, that's got to be what it is then. Yeah. So since we've got one name that's been rewritten, you might be onto something. That maybe is it that's cheating what it for is. me to look it up because I I, feel I don't like... think so. It's got to be. I I mean. I, I research. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you might be onto something because again, it's very similar but not quite there, and it's in the same region, so all the pieces seem like they would add up. It's in Black Marsh. Okay, it, yeah. So that's what I mean. It's like we're already in Black Marsh. It's like yeah, it seems like that was probably the beginning version. So I don't know. This will be. I don't know. This will be, be very interesting when i actually get to <laughs> it is weird though because apparently nobody knows where this place is we need a tablet to find it which is also kind of weird because they mentioned that it's like that's the other bit that i actually i'm glad you brought this up because i needed to mention this um because i i if we ever do something lore based on this i need to find out more about it the other thing is um you both know about the Falonesti, right? The walking tree city in mm -hmm. Valenwood. So apparently this place of Merkwood moves is what they imply. So huh. if it's Merk Meyer, I wonder if they split it into two things because that when they were explaining it to me, they're like, oh, the city's hard to keep track of. And this forest just kind of like shifts around and sometimes it, it can go from region to region. 
and the, the whole time I was mm. like, wait a minute. I was like, is this just like Fallon Esty and you just haven't come up with the name? But now I'm wondering, <laughs> it's like, well, okay. Did it become Merck Meyer? And then they were like, also that moving tree city was kind of neat too. What can we do with that? Oh, you know what? Now we're going to call it Fallon Esty and move it over here into Valenwood <laughs> or something. Honestly, possible it's been like, what, 26 years since this game yeah, came out? So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if... They just Way to make us all feel around. old. <laughs> Thanks, Ark. But, I mean, Lotus is the one playing it. <laughs> it's his fault. It's never my fault. We didn't but have yeah, to mention so 26 years. There's, yeah, it is a, it is a, an, uh, it is an experience, to <laughs> say the least. But, six pieces down, two remain. Granted, I'm not in the correct dungeon, but but at the same time, two remain. <laughs> so we're nearly nearly there. Um, and then nearly being used, play this for another year, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, you don't, you don't get to you don't get to get out of it that easy. I and then well, then the problem is moving on. My options are oh, by the way, you can play Daggerfall. You can play one of the. That is true, that is game. true. The struggle boss continues, so... Yeah, it doesn't end when I complete Arena. I just get to be one of the nine people who was like, hey, I beat Arena, and people just <laughs> shake their head and looks disappointed at you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's still Battle Spire. There's, oh, God. <laughs> what is my life? <laughs> so what you don't realize is after you get all of the pieces of the Staff of Chaos, you have a run-in with Jagger Thorn and he just breaks it into pieces again. You go back to <laughs> everything you just did, but with much higher level enemies this and time. Much higher, and instead of eight pieces, now he breaks it into 16. <laughs> exactly. Until you go into every single just, just potential place in the game that we could ever so, go to. That's the one thing. I, I Not looking this up in advance... I assume that you fight Jaeger Tharn when you collect all eight staff pieces. I would assume you'd go that to the Imperial make City. Like, yeah, I, I would assume, you know, you use the eight provinces and then you get the eight pieces, you go to the Imperial City, you fight Jaeger Tharn, and then the game ends. I don't know that that's what happens. <laughs> well, I you found will another... know eventually. I found another potential slept. problem. Yep. So, you know how you said a while back that you're too stupid to use magical items? I sure am. <laughs> this is a staff, Lotus. Yep, really hope I don't need magical prowess to wield it, because that's going to be... If they did not <laughs> account for you being a warrior, like, if that's, like, an oversight and no one in the community has told me, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's one critical problem to Arena. <laughs> You can't beat it as a warrior because that wouldn't totally that would make me so me. happy. Uh, <laughs> that will be my last tales because I'll just flip out. <laughs> I'll just break your computer entirely. Yeah, but um, also Slap pointed out your princess is in another castle. That also would be a really sad ending when I get this. It's just like, I did it. I beat. Oh no! It's like, it's like <laughs> nope. Your emperor is in another pocket realm of oblivion. It's like, damn it! <laughs> it would be too perfect. What what year did that Mario come out? What year did Mario come out? Eighty five. So yeah, they could have totally ripped off Mario, and you, you'd 
be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope that's what happens. I'm sorry, Lotus. <laughs> I like how just the hope is more so just like to want, like, yeah, yeah, you can beat it, but you need to really, really suffer for a while before yes. you move on. <laughs> this It's too much fun to watch to give it up. Like, I'm hoping that Daggerfall is this much of a struggle bus, too, but... From what I've heard, Daggerfall is not as hard, I've been told. However, there's two other things. Um, I've been told that it's much, much more complicated because the dungeons are not just like all on one plane and then you go up and down. Mm -hmm. They're like 3D modeled, so they like zigzag mm -hmm. around each other, which sounds like literal hell um, <laughs> because I can barely navigate these ones on a flat plane. And I've heard it has many, many, many more game-breaking glitches. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, like you'll just get yourself and it's like, oh... Because, like, from what I understand, again, I'll look up more without spoiling stuff for me, because part of the fun of this is doing this blind yeah. and tragic. Um, I do know that quests are timed in Daggerfall. Oof. Nice. Like, yeah, you need to rescue this person before the bandits kill her. And then the bandits kill her. The bandits <laughs> kill her. You don't do it within the time they said. And it's like, oh, dear. And as far as I understand, um, Daggerfall does that for all quests, including the main quest. <laughs> oh, no. So it's like, oh, no, they're going to, you know, example. Oh, no, you know, they're attacking the Imperial City. It'll be overrun within a week. It's like, well, you best do this within a week or you're effed, dude. It's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. This is off topic, but it relates to my shirt, so it's kind of on topic. So what you just said actually is, from what the devs have said, a mechanic in Cyberpunk 2077. Nice. Because if you start a side quest and they're like, this is urgent, you need to do this now or we're going to kill this person. If you go off and like go to a diner and get a cheeseburger or something, the person's going to be dead and you're going to fail the quest. Nice. Okay. They said that now they tried to think interested. of... They said they tried to think of every stupid thing you could do during side quests by like <laughs> backburnering them and like make all of that matter so you can't just like put those like you can't just shove them off to the side as easy like you actually have to do certain things if you like pick up that quest and start it and that just made me think of it like if you don't get there within a week imperial city's toast like the same thing in cyberpunk apparently from what i've heard sorry i just well, got really excited when I heard that. or yeah, even five days now. that's pretty funny so close. Sorry, well, I didn't mean to derail there. Back to, no, back that's, to that's actually that that was that's that's pretty much it. That I mine ended due to a crash, and then it was just looking forward as to what the hell am I still up against? So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. In that case, that brings us to the end of the show, which we were talking before like yeah okay let's do a quick show but as usual whenever we say that things get derailed and we are at the two yep. hour mark quick two hour show yeah <laughs> so lotus where can people find you um i am over at lotus of doom on twitter twitch discord or in game i think that's all of relevance 
Um, and um, yeah, like I said, I've been doing my best to try to stream at least once a week with so far successful results for like three weeks in a row or whatever. So hopefully real life doesn't get in the way of that and I can uh, actually jump on. I really appreciate everybody swinging by when you do, especially because it's kind of hard to have any type of scheduling as to when I'm going live. <laughs> there you go. What about you, Pixie? So before I say where you can find me, I do want to do a quick shout out to one of my real life friends who's actually the guy who told me about Tales of Tamriel forever ago now and got me oh. listening to the show. Uh, my friend Dalton started his own podcast not too long ago, and it's a, oh. a more general gaming podcast. It's called the Steam Machine Podcast. Basically, he uses a random number generator with his friend and whatever he has his steam library numbered and so it's a random game that they're going to play through and then discuss well oh, that's a this nice oh that's a cool idea yeah he, they've been really enjoying it the show's really fun well this time the random number generator had them play through skyrim which has been oh. a two-part episode from what i understand and we're about to record episode two and i say we because for the second part they're actually asking me to come on as a guest because they know i'm really into elder scrolls and i had also been talking to dalton about how the most recent expansion was in skyrim so they want to have me on to talk about the how elder scrolls has changed from second era to fourth era in skyrim and nice uh, as well as just hanging out talking about skyrim mm. for a while so definitely wanted to shout out his show because it's definitely relevant to what we're doing. And well, why can't so. people find it? Uh, you can find it on Spotify for sure and Google Podcasts. I think also Apple Podcasts have it because I subscribe to them on there too. And it's yeah, called nice. the Steam Machine Podcast. And it's really, really good. A lot of fun. There Don't you nice. go, folks. I'm definitely going to check it out can... after the show, especially if I don't sleep. Yeah, and like I said, Dalton's the one who told me about Tales whenever I... Because I didn't really listen to podcasts that much <laughs> until I got the job that I'm at now. And then he's like, oh, you've got to listen to Lore Seekers and Tales of Tamriel. I know you like Elder Scrolls and you play Elder <laughs> Scrolls online. Go listen to those two. I love those guys. And so that's whenever I started listening to Tales because I didn't even know this was... I didn't know the Elder Scrolls podcasts were a thing before that. So he's the reason <laughs> so why I'm here. Eventually, it was Dalton's fault that <laughs> all the Aldmeri stuff that has happened has happened to this show. Yes. Wow. Dave. Actually, wow, sir. This was this was long after episode 25 because I was a regular listener. How long ago was it that God, how long have I been playing this game? How long have I been <laughs> in my current job? I don't know. I, I remember the episode that Ag handed everything off to you, like super. That clearly. happened like four times, so I don't know which. <laughs> oh, okay, so I don't know. Probably, yeah, she's probably it happened of multiple times. <laughs> yeah, she's probably thinking of the one where you kept the reins. But like, I was listening. Before that was just last that, year. Too. Well, I mean, for the okay, show, was... that was. I don't. I don't know. If it happened like. It's been like three years, I think, since I started listening. Because it was a while before that. I guess it would be around like episode two hundred thirties, forties. Maybe good game. Was I year. originally on the show when you started listening? Yes. Okay, I remember so then you, that's like and I remember two and a half years ago, I think. Because <laughs> I listened <laughs> I to know. whenever I was on PS4. So that was two years ago. I was listening to you guys on PS4, and I remember playing with Promethean, 
and only realizing after World Boss Wednesday that it was Promethean from the show (laughs) and being like, holy crap, I totally listened to that dude's podcast and I didn't even (laughs) say anything. And then I felt really dumb and didn't know how to tell him like, hey, I'm a big fan of the podcast. That's amazing. (laughs) And I still remember which World Boss Wednesday it was. We were in Cold Harbor together. And I was like, this guy's voice sounds so familiar. Where do I know him from (laughs) the entire time? And he was talking about school and stuff like that. I was like, I know this person. How do I know this person? The entire World Boss Wednesday. It was great. Whatever I figured it out. (laughs) But um, anyway, yeah. So so Dalton's like the whole reason I'm here. Otherwise, I wouldn't have really ran into tales until way later and so it's it's actually kind of a cool 360 now i get to be on his podcast (laughs) for a little bit right so i'm really looking forward to the discussion because it's since it's so relevant to eso especially so i'm gonna have a lot to talk about it's gonna be really cool i think it's gonna be a blast you guys should all check there you go well, what yeah, about you can where find can me. Be, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was yeah you that. can find me <laughs> over at uh, Hyperpixie Gaming on Twitch and Hyperpixie Games on Twitter. All right. Well, you can find me everywhere that is Arkanir, A R K H A N I I R. It's a made up name, so if you see it, it should be me. You can also find everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Discord, as well as our merch store that is now actually out there. Be sure to check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork if you want to help support the show. Or consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so not people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes it matters, and we will read them on the show. Thank you all so much for joining on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next week. Have a great one, everyone. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on Sirid fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond.
diamond protect us till the 